0: The I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast with John Taylor and Shan Carr.
1: Well, here we are together again for another fabulous podcast. This is the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast number
2: 58.
1: Wow, 58. It's me, John Taylor, and Shan Carr. What color are you wearing for the listeners on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts?
3: I got like neon orange on kind it of. It's nice. It's a dress, but it just looks like a t shirt on the screen. So I love it.
4: I and love I've it. got my I Love Gay
1: Palm Springs shirt on today. Yes you do, gay desert guide Brad Fur.
3: We need to make an I Love Gay Palm Springs dress for me. Since <laughs> I'm not really a t-shirt wearer. Okay. All You're right. Iron iron on.
1: We'll get the Gay Desert Guide Seamstress team on that right away. So, so, Brad, tell us who is sponsoring today's podcast.
4: Well, made possible by our these sponsors, our friends at Torrey Nissan in La Quinta, including Bob Bailey, the general manager, Robin Barnes. Uh, who's there as well, and you can get a great deal on a new or used Tori Nissan. That's where the Nissan Leaf Gay gay Desert Guide Mobile came from. It was birthed at Tori Nissan in La Quinta. Uh, Also by our friends at Out and About CBD, it's the company dedicated to naturally enhancing wellness in our LGBTQ community. Use the promo code GDG10, uh, and you get an additional 10% off. CBD, you can find out about Out and About CBD on GayDesertGuide.com.
1: And cool. Sam, who do we have uh, in our waiting room, in our virtual green room?
3: Well, today we get our favorite, our regular, really, she's part of the team now, I would say, Dr. Laura Rush. I think
1: so, yes.
3: Yeah, and then uh, Jimmy's uh, doing some personal travel today. Um, and so we're going to be rotating some people out a little bit. From another publication, a long-term media guy from Palm Springs, Nino from The Standard Magazine is here. And then taking up our second half of the show in the guest slot number one and number two and number three is Del Shores. Because Queen, she can talk. I was not worried that we would, you know, be... (laughs) having any moments of silence once once he hits the mic
1: so uh, for the uninitiated del shores oh. of course the playwright uh and uh filmmaker sorted lives uh, the tv Correct. series and the film and uh we're gonna find out what he is doing to make the uh, covid lockdown more uh fun for people. he is
3: too he, yeah. he's got a, a hot project right now so
1: Hey, and speaking.
4: I, I wanted to. I wanted to just, uh, John. I wanted to have you have something together before the show started, and I didn't do it. The I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Elka Seltzer commercial. Yes, remember that, mm-hmm. And Do you remember that commercial? Sure. I Can't yes. believe I ate the whole oh, thing. Dang. You ate it, Ralph. I was at Black Book last night. Oh and, dear. And Dean did a tasting with his chefs. He's he's brought back the original chefs. And we had tastings that went on for almost three hours. Oh, my. Wow. I, 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 they had to roll me out of there. He literally had to roll me <laughs> down the street into the game, game mobile. Uh, we, we tried different takes on nachos, on vegan dishes, vegetarian. They're classics. I, 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 my, my palate was overwhelmed.
3: Don't tell the Noom people that you went last <laughs> night.
4: Oh, they don't even have a chart for that one. Like, okay. I'd be way off the chart. <laughs> but let's contrast that to so last week we had Rob G- 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 here uh, G- yeah. yeah, from, from Chill Bar on.
2: Yes.
4: We fished for a invitation to his yeah. opening. We, did. we didn't get it.
3: Nah, well, <laughs> you know, you can't be everybody's top ten. And... Uh,
4: well, that's okay. But I guess Rob's doing well. Uh, Dean and I walked down there and took a look. and oh, good. Uh, yeah, and, and it looks like things are going well. And we've heard some rave reviews from uh, about the chill menu as well, where they've got some, like, uh, sushi and all kinds of things. Yeah, they on. had an
3: so, ahi stack, and yeah. they had a couple of the ahi tacos or something. Ahi
1: tacos, I think. Yeah, a, it looks yeah. good. But, yeah, but yeah don't, don't worry about it, Brad. You know, if I had a nickel for every invitation I didn't get,
4: All right. (laughs) Hey, and just real quick, by the way, because we're going to talk about all this later, but the city's talking about closing down Palm Canyon, maybe arenas. There's a lot going on there. We're keeping our eye on it. Um, There was a consortium of all the stakeholders a couple days ago, and that's S-T-A-K-E, not S-T-E-A-K holders. Um, and it looks like we we may have some uh, dining on Palm Canyon a little later. Oh, that sounds so fun! I'm still
3: rooting for the Arenas Factor, of course. But me too. Yeah, I would yeah. wish the Arenas would be blocked off forever. I, yes. would, I would love it to be a walking block. I would love it.
1: But I know. We,
3: we're getting little little steps at a time. Exactly. Maybe, and
1: we'll and, and then team. rolling you home from Black Book would, uh, would be totally easy. Just do it right <laughs> down right. the center of the thing. All right, coming up next, we're going to be checking in with Dr. Laura Rush. Don't go away. This is the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast.
3: Hi, this is Shankar from Gay Desert Guide. And this month in August, we are debuting eight different fun and games events. Tuesday nights is going to be game shows, Saturday nights is dating, so go to the Gay Desert Guide and figure out some fun that you can have at home with us at Fun and Games.
1: Welcome once again to our flaming microphones, the fabulous Dr. Laura Rush, and who's that in the background yawning? <laughs>
5: oh my here, my big boy, that's Gunter.
1: Oh, Gunter. <laughs> uh, Gunter
3: Bear. So. Guten Morgen, Gunter. Me gay. known as Husband. does he take his commands in German? He does know some German, absolutely. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, Dr. Rush, we have you back as the roller coaster of COVID continues to make us scream and hold our breath and be confused and exhausted. What do you have to say to us this week? You know, Governor Newsom is having
5: some, I guess, positive thoughts about where we're heading right now. So we are seeing a downtrend. If you look at the data that Riverside County has put out, we are seeing a decline in hospitalizations, a decline in the number of cases. We're still trying to get through, or the state is trying to get through the backlog. They have, you know, I think, over 300,000 cases that they're trying to process all those wow. tests. Yeah. And that's why we were seeing so many variabilities and, and changes in the numbers on a day to day basis but apparently that is being processed. We may see a little bit of a blip in the overall number, but overall we are starting to see light at the end of the tunnel. It is downtrending a little bit.
1: So should we be lulled into a false sense of security now?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I think we could just be cautiously optimistic and keep doing what we're doing. I, I personally am a little bit jaded with the mask war and I feel like this is a losing battle. People are gonna wear masks, they're gonna wear one. The people that are not and are gonna be hostile about it, you're not gonna convince them otherwise. So it's really just using precautions for yourself and taking care of yourself and your family and continue, continue to do that until we can get a better handle on this. So as I, I've said in the past, I was hoping that we would be back to normal by the summer. Now this thing is gonna be with us for, through the end of the year. And as you're aware, we're approaching flu season. We start dispensing flu vaccines in about another month. Fortunately, it's been um, there's been a little bit of mercy in our Southern hemisphere cases of flu have been low. So that gives us some hope. And I think that's because of what we anticipated, people wearing masks, washing hands, socially distancing in places like Australia, New Zealand are gonna keep the flu to a, uh, at bay essentially. So it, when it makes its way around this part of the hemisphere, um, it, it shouldn't be
3: that bad. So you make me think that if us distancing and wearing our masks makes the flu numbers go in half, it more than are, that, it should absolutely. Or, so then, are we gonna wind up wearing masks for the rest of our ever loving lives? I know I will this, when I see patients.
5: Yeah. I don't know that. It, no, I don't think the the, the general population is going to have to do that. I you think know, once this thing, it, it honestly, gets itself sorted out, we see decreased numbers. We have vaccines for it. I mean,
3: we're we're always going. We're not going to eradicate coronavirus. Okay, right? but if people feel like wearing the mask is going to also keep them from having the flu, right? People who are yeah. in any kind of jeopardy. I'm just wondering if there's communities that are going to say, you know what this protects me and I'm going to wear it all There's the time. A lot
5: of people in Asia, in Asia. That's people, what I mean. You know, right. Wearing masks all the time for this reason. So if you feel like you're immune compromised and you feel that you don't want to take those risks, by all means, I don't think anyone's going to fault you for wearing a mask. I, did I, see, I know I will be.
4: I did see a, an article, I think it was Vanity Fair, where the, the, the new normal in the US could very well be wearing masks much more like our Japanese and Asian counterparts. That's what I'm thinking. You know, yeah, I mean, just, and, and you know, mm-hmm. when we see people from those countries, it it cuts across demographics. It's young, old, uh, et cetera. So, I, you know, who knows? I think everybody who was I, a germaphobe you know, before, now,
5: and I think it's, Some people will, and I I think it'll be, you can wear a mask if you feel that you need that kind of protection. Mm -hmm. But I think it's going to change our behavioral patterns in terms of how we socialize going forward. And at least for the next couple of years, you know, with all things, this will fade into as to a distant memory, you know, a a year or two years from now. We'll talk about, oh, God, right. Remember, we had no toilet paper. We had to wear masks. You know, I couldn't get my hair cut for three months.
1: What were your thoughts on the Sturgis run which is the largest you know motorcycle event? Oh yeah event? they
5: did it. We're gonna see a lot of Harleys available for sale in a couple of weeks and that's sort of a maudlin you know morbid uh-huh. look at it but if you look at the general uh-huh. population of people that go to Sturgis of Harley bikers you know they're all ages but a good substantial number are overweight white men with high blood pressure, diabetes, Oh God,
3: you oh, know, I hadn't thought about drinking,
5: it. eating, not taking great care of themselves. <laughs> and that's the exact at risk population that we're going to see. So I am waiting, you know, with bated breath, I hate to say it, to kind of see what happens out there. I are mean, you
1: in the market for another Harley? <laughs> yeah, because god, the prices are going to go down. There'll be a glut on the market, according to Oh my to-
3: god, I can't even believe, it took me a minute to figure out if that's what you were saying <laughs> in the first place. And then I was like, oh. I can't believe you
5: really go there. (laughs) No, there. Um, I believe me. I would love to go to Sturgis. This is not the year to go to Sturgis. No, No. it really was not. To any of the bike, these Daytona Bike Weekend. This is not the time to be going. And and I could get there's. We have Corona fatigue. People are fed up. Hell yeah. You know, we're six months into this now. Longer. I'm tired of it, but I have to. I have to go forward. I have to continue to stay safe. You know, as I mentioned, I think on my Facebook page, I had my own antibody test done last week and that came back as negative and I was stunned. Yeah. You know, with all the exposure that I get, I was like, wow. So yeah. it, it begs the question, did I have antibodies and process them and blow through them quickly? Did they not stick around that long? And that's entirely possible. So it's, You don't get to know. You'll never know. I won't ever know. I hate that shit. <laughs> you know, and and so that it's the same question for everybody else. If they were sick, you know, if you were sick in February, March, April, are you still protected now? And so that's what's yeah. giving people that false sense of security because you had it in March or April does not mean you're safe today.
3: Yeah. Well, and the Russians and their vaccine. I haven't seen any news after yesterday morning when they announced they had won the worldwide race to a vaccine. And
1: they named it Sputnik.
3: I love yeah. that. Just to like grind a little
1: salt in our nationalistic wounds. I would do the same wounds.
3: if I was an asshole country over there. <laughs> <laughs> Having to play, you know, sports with us, basically. So yeah. what about sports? What's gonna happen? Wait,
1: before we get well, to the answer no, to no, that no. question, let's bring in uh, Nino Eilitz, who is yes. the uh, publisher of The Standard. And he's got a real cool cover story about this and we will welcome him in.
3: Hello, honey.
1: I'm here. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys
0: doing? We were talking with Dr. Laura Rush about sports. So, Hi, Dr. Laura Rush. How are you? I'm amazing. I've been told that, so I'm going to keep going with it.
3: <laughs> 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 Tell us about your cover story, please.
0: Okay. Well, basically, uh, this month's cover story is all about sports, and... We're using the angle, obviously, of what's happening with sports and especially, you know, live sports and so on uh, with this crazy time of the COVID-19. Some of the the bits that I found, and I spoke with a few people, uh, mainly um, it's it's looking, people are wanting the sports, obviously, because we need that camaraderie and we need to get out there and and see that stuff again. But... And on the other hand, for obvious reasons, we can't do it. So, um, and we've seen it already. We've seen, um, you know, Major League Baseball um, uh, tried to start. And then Miami Marlins had a yeah. uh, outbreak of, of coronavirus, so they had to postpone. Um, we're seeing it all over every Major League ball team having to do this. Um then yesterday, or day before uh with the college ball, um, mm-hmm. you know, they are trying, they want to do it, but they can't. And then uh, you know, we get uh comments like, well, they're young and they'll be able to go through not have a problem with anything, uh, any kind of disease or anything like that. You know, so we get those moronic yeah. uh comments about it. Um so so w- what I also found is uh, a lot of folks are going with in the uh, virtual sports realm where they're able to, yeah. you know, able to play sports and, you know, drive a race car and all these sort of things from home, from the comfort of their home and the safety from their home. How so, long can so that be enough? How I, long? I, I, I know. I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be. I mean, it, it's just a little bit of gratification being able to do something in that respect, yeah. you know, especially so, sports fanatics. Nino, has
4: anybody done VR where they actually you you wear the mask and that's an immersive or you know you wear yeah. the head and you and it's an immersive experience for watching
0: sports? Watching well, well, there's or, or there's there's, there's more so of the of the participation. That's what I thing, thought. Yeah, with the virtual reality and and um, you know skiing and, and 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 hiking and and biking and all these sort of uh, other sports, but mm-hmm. actually uh, they're working on. Uh, that sort of thing, because obviously the business of sports they still have to make money, so yeah. they're looking to do things like uh what a lot of the theaters are doing now where they're filming uh the performances and then showing the performances at, on a on a on demand basis and that sort of thing um obviously um what's gonna happen too is I think that um uh a lot of the uh you know the the sports when you, they're going to be able to play somewhere, where you'll be, you'll be able to play with, you'll be able to watch it. But when you look in the, in the stands, they will be empty. There'll be no crowds or anything like that, which takes away from the whole excitement. Of, it's
3: a uh, thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's that, that, that part Stand of it. Up. You know, the whole bit with, you know, going to a football game and having the tailgate yeah. parties and all these sort of things are going to be missed, you know, so you can, you know, <laughs> you can have a tailgate yeah. partner on your patio by yourself and your dog or your, or your cat or whatever. And, <laughs> You know, that sort of thing and try to recreate. But, you know, it's not going to be the same.
3: I just had to drive somewhere early this morning and like 7 a.m. Before 7 a.m., I'm driving at Gene Autry and Ramon. And there's that Waba Grill and the goodies and stuff. And uh, there are about 20. Girls in tight spandex outfits working out, jogging and lifting weights, <laughs> and this big muscle queen, you know, telling them what to do, and uh, them running around scantily, <laughs> tightly clad, and right. ponytails leaping in the wind. Uh, so even, I mean, it's hot out there
0: this morning, yeah, and that's yeah. why they're
3: doing it at six o'clock. But yeah, yeah I mean, people that's are a, figuring it out.
0: Yeah, they, you know, they're trying to make things. You know, doing the best in a, in a bad situation, obviously. So. You know, that, and you know
4: the uh, other the other story I really uh, like in terms of eye candy in this month, because <laughs> you're on issue, yeah. uh, which is the um, the uh, online Stand. version of it, of the uh-huh. standard nine pro athletes who came out so far in 2020. Yes. And it's only August.
0: Yeah, wow. um, exactly. Tell, tell and, us
4: about a couple of those,
0: um, you know, and it's from all sports, ice hockey, swimming, uh, diving, uh, soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they they've they've come to terms obviously as we all do in certain points of our lives that, that where we um, decide it's time and I think that especially with some of the uh, some of the you know uh, you know sports like rugby and yeah. and uh, NBA and so on and so forth where it's it's been a, a good old boys network constantly mm-hmm. and and having to hide and having to to to, to hide who you are. It, it weighs on people. It weighs on everybody else, and particularly with these type of sports where it's such a macho mentality, yeah. um, it, it's really, really difficult. Um, I, I have I have a good friend um, Ezra Tuolo who who played uh, uh, pro uh, uh, football, and he was one of the first to come out um, uh, as gay, and, and he, he went through some tumultuous times in between, you know. And he also mentioned, yeah, there's there's many more that he can't really mention obviously for sure. other reasons but sure. there are so many more that who are still afraid to come out and so on and and it's kind of it's kind of sad in a way you know but but it but is. these trailblazers are great i mean I, yeah. I, I i'm really proud of them and that's why i put them in the magazine because uh, it gives people uh, some role models as as sure. you know especially young kids you know who need that sure.
1: And the magazine okay. is at um, thestandardps.com. You can Correct. check that out. And we, we just want to check in uh, one last time with you, Dr. Laura Rush, because we know you've got to rush out to uh, take care of our, uh, our population here at the hospital.
3: And we thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: Are there any, any other- sports that we can play safely? <laughs> I'm asking for others because I never leave the house. I'm a rugged endorsement. <laughs> but... Darts, <laughs> darts.
5: if you're at home,
1: play players,
5: darts. you know, all that kind of stuff. It's hard. As, as you've heard me say, and I talk about it the time, I, you know, I'm a huge baseball fan, huge Yankee fan. So, and it's, you know, I have got my MLB TV and I'm streaming it. And I gotta say, it's really creepy listening to the fake fans, you know, the noise that they have playing.
3: Didn't some guy with a cutout get his head Knocked off by a ball this week? Oh yeah, yeah a cardboard cutout fan got injured by yeah, a foul ball. I someone else, because you know you
5: could send in a cardboard cutout to yeah. pay it. So someone else had, had put in a cardboard cutout of, of Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, <laughs> fabulous!
3: fabulous,
1: so I we love put that.
5: So posted that on social media like, who did this? I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's it. brilliant.
2: Genius. <laughs> There was, a great,
1: there was a great baseball movie with Robert Redford called The Natural, Yes, and, and they filmed a lot of it at Fenway Park while I was in college, and they had people in the stands that were cardboard cutouts, and they would go like two cardboard cutouts, one regular person, just to have the background of movement, cool. but they were all in their 1930s baseball oh, going wow. to the park, and I had friends that had a whole wall of them in their apartment because they threw them away now they come in handy well dr laura rush thank you so much for being uh part of the team here our medical consultant our uh, shoulder to cry on our our strength
4: our redeemer
5: Yes. (laughs) stay safe this week there you know it's there's a tiny little light at the end of the tunnel hopefully it's not a train
3: that's going to hit us you know (laughs) I'm looking forward to seeing you on Sunday at the far side of my swimming pool for a little bit of video. I'll be there. I'll be there. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> good, good. All right. Thanks Forget so much, Laura.
0: Week.
4: Thanks, Dr. Bye. And Nino, thank you for joining us as well this week. Well, and we look forward to reading from cover to cover uh, right, the well, standard com.
0: I hope you do. I hope you and always do.
4: Just give us a quick uh, preview of what you've got coming up in September's issue.
0: Uh, September's issue is going to be dealing with, um, I'm doing a local, uh, it, uh, uh angle on all the theaters out here and what they're mm-hmm. going to be, what's going to be happening with them season coming up. You know, I spoke with, uh, Jeff Norman at the, at the McCallum and, 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 and speaking with Kara over at Desert Playhouse and, yeah. and several of the other ones. And, and some of the things that they, that they, Want to convey? It's going to be pretty good. Um, They want to talk about what's happening and what they're obviously nobody has a crystal ball, so they're they're trying to um, as best as we can because things change from minute to minute. You know, as we know. So um, that's, the, that's the main cover story. It's gonna be um, on theater, live entertainment, and all these sort of things, again, what's happening, and what we, what we might be able to expect.
3: Once you find out what's happening with my industry, would you let me know?
0: Yeah, of course.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear I know, about it.
0: I know, because I remember you were trying to do something where you were going to film it, and you're going to show it in the theater, or show it on tape or view. I'm actually
3: doing most of it in my own kitchen now. Yeah. I got a bitch slap across the face from my friend who said, you already have your finger on the pulse of what's relevant now. Don't yeah. try to push your way into a venue and risk anything. Do, what's right. ne- you're, do what you're already doing right. and put that together. and." And you, know, thank you God know, we have bitchy friends who tell us what for,
0: right? And you know, everybody will tune in, so so it's you know, you have a following, which is yeah. fantastic, and and you know, and that's the whole thing,
3: it's yeah. Following. Well, so I'm making a film of that that they're gonna play at the Camelot, all right? Again,
0: as play. long as you don't bring up any of the old stories, I won't or tell any, any of the old gossip, and You're or name names.
3: Team. Oh, well, that's it, can I tell without the name?
0: yes no because everybody know it's me that's true <laughs> <laughs> especially the Every, skiing accident
3: i know what you're talking about Believe you me, brought it up i this is not even the first time he keeps bringing it up i would have long forgotten about it no you it.
0: wouldn't have you lie you <laughs> <laughs> have.
3: i love you thank you for coming oh, to you play with
0: us. the standard right,
1: magazine eight, ps you know. is where you get it online nino eyelets thanks again for being a part of the i love gay palm springs podcast
0: Thank you guys for including me. I really had fun, as always, and we'll talk to you soon. Coming up on the I Love Gay Palm Springs, episode
1: 58, we're going to be chatting with Dell Shores, the creator of Sorted Lives and numerous other plays and movies. Find out how he's dealing with the lockdown, and we know it's going to be creative. Now we've got other creative things on deck. The guy who can tell us uh, all about that is our Gay Desert guide, Brad Furr. What do you got in the newsletter today?
4: Well, there's a lot of virtual events, as we've been talking about today. We're, we're all on Zoom lockdown. I, should we not have bought Zoom stock? Yes, a long, long uh-huh. time ago. So um, you know, was I was, uh, I was uh, just on a call yesterday for the uh, HIV uh, AIDS conference, the uh, aging, uh, age, aging with HIV and uh, AIDS. Uh, Conference that's coming up in mid October, and we're just putting the final touches on that event. Um, We are just putting together because there's been so many changes, we put together a uh, calendar that you can print out eight and a half by 11. Um, It's touchless on our end, but you can print it and touch it on your end. Um, And that will be all the events that we know about from now through literally next February and March what's going to be virtual, what's going to be live very few. So this is uh, like fridge worthy. Yeah, this is fridge worthy. Okay. Definitely. And it also has, if you can see it, it has the Shan Car advertisement oh. Oh, for all no. of the virtual events that Shan Car is doing. Okay, don't put it on the fridge. Speed <laughs> dating for women of all ages. This
3: Imagine Saturday. that. We are trying to lure women into a room for little five minute one-on-one dates and they get shuffled all around and then they get to hang out as a group and play games and then go have more dates. It's this Saturday at four o'clock in the afternoon.
4: And you just did the one last week with the men. Um, Amazing. Which, did you love it? I loved it. I did.
3: Well, I didn't bat my eyelashes at anybody or anything, <laughs> but it was really. And actually, um, Hugh, who has been producing this thing for 11 years out of New York, he said there were five matches. So out of 31 guys or 30 guys, 10 of them picked each other to make wow. five. Like net, he said, it was unheard of, and then there were other other matches outside of "I would like a second date with you" as well. So
4: shocking. Yeah, you know, I um, I ran into one person who has some great archive material, tons of magazines from the 70s and 80s from our LGBTQ history. Oh, yeah. We were actually having a coffee uh, Zoom date, uh, not date, but a Zoom meeting on Saturday because we both decided we wanted to be friends with each other, and I want to get him in touch with the One Archives at UCLA, and also the project that David Gray is doing here in the arena.
3: So this guy
4: has a garage full of stuff he moved from LA, now it's going to find a home, all because of our virtual speed dating show. See,
1: that's it, that's the magic. And that's what you were telling me yesterday when you were shaking your finger at me, uh, Shan, for, for isolating, she's like, It's all about connection and a good way to connect is these fun and games nights. You're also going to be doing trivia, uh, another trivia night, which was a blast.
3: I think this coming Tuesday is games night. So there's a hangman, there's a family feud, friendly feud, and then there's a trivia. So three rounds, we usually do three rounds of 10 questions. This one will be three different sort of things and and some prizes, Uh, I think out and about CBD, um, sports recovery drink or Uh, it's one of the sponsors. It's pretty good, actually. I finally poured one into a bottle of water. It's CBD and caffeine. So Out and About Mm -hmm. is one of the prizes you get. We're also
4: giving away $25 gift certificates uh, for the winners of our game nights from various restaurants like Johanna's and Thai Smile. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you could get your money back and then some. And uh, that other trivia night, John, that you were talking about with Shan is on Tuesday, August the 25th. And yeah. then we've got three dating nights coming up August 15th for women, uh, the 22nd for men 55 plus. And then we go down a couple of age ranges on Saturday, <laughs> August 29th. That'll be men ages 30s and 40s. That'd
1: be I didn't, I didn't do so well on the scavenger hunt because I have a two-story place.
4: Yeah, true. <laughs> oh my God, you almost killed
1: yourself. I fell down the stairs and kind of whacked my ankle, but uh, yeah, it's uh, the scavenger hunt was a blast. This, this is why I have a whisk on my desk right now,
3: right? Oh, because I did make you get a whisk. That's right. Just writing, just writing the list of thirty-five things you have to get inside of your house. Also, one of them was an empty roll of toilet paper, and I really expected to see more people. Only one person unraveled on both of them found an empty roll in their garbage can or whatever. But Mm -hmm. so it's fun plotting the uh, craziness and the questions and the fun of the fun and games for Gay Desert Guide. It's a good offering. Thank you, Brad
4: Furr. Oh, thank you. We really love doing it. We're actually partnering with you at the men event in New York. One of the great um, ones this weekend on Saturday is called high times and hot times in Homo Harlem Harlem 1920 to 1990. So they're going to uh, do a tour through time and space. Uh, A man named Michael Henry Adams is going to do the historic Homo Harlem tour. And you'll get a chance to see what it was like back in the 1920s, all the way up through the 90s.
3: That's fabulous. They're really good. They're Saturdays mostly, Saturdays and Sundays, these these historical uh, lectures, I don't even know what you would call them, interactive education and sex. They all have, like, yep. an, uh, a sexuality or a sensuality element to them. So What was that good. one,
1: Unhung Heroes, they had? Yeah. Heroes, <laughs> Which yeah, was all the, uh, you know, yeah. the statues, yep. uh, you know, the nude statues from Greek and Roman times and, yeah. and their lack of uh... clothing.
3: Okay, you make now, me think of a favorite joke, and now I have to say it. As we were touring some of those statues, of which all the noses and penises have been broken off, right, from years of moving them, I guess, that's why. Mm-hmm. So we're there and there's a picture of a soldier down on one knee and he's wearing nothing but a a loincloth and another soldier bent backwards dead or whatever over his knee. And I said, oh my God, I think it's cute that they fight naked. And my friend goes, I think it's cute that you think they're fighting. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Shan's joke
4: for the day. Uh, Thursday theaters Broadway sing along tonight. If you're listening to our podcast or seeing it on the day we record this Thursday, August 13th, Ron Salona at CB rep is doing the Broadway sing along, but they've got these ongoing throughout the year. You can check out the gay desert website. Our events calendar is really one of the best in the marketplace. Uh, Alex McCune, my editor, who's been with me since the beginning of Gay Desert Guide, saint. curates everything, pulls everything together, finds these obscure things that are happening in Palm Springs and makes sure that you know about it um, uh, through here on the podcast and on our blog and on our events calendar.
1: Thank you, Alex. We love you. Yep. Thank you.
4: Uh, virtual Flag meeting this Sunday, so if you are an ally of our uh, of our community... Or just want to learn more about what P Flag does that Sunday? I'm amazed Drive... that's still a
3: thing, right? It is.
0: It but is. But it was
3: so helpful to my parents. I'm sorry, None I just too. I forget to think that it's still yep. a thing. But parents are still like, what? So okay, yeah. all right, go yeah. back to it. Sorry. No,
4: no, no, no. that's fine. Uh, the Palm Springs Dance Academy is opening this week. That is in the uh, the the Plaza, the Sun Plaza, where Revivals is in Palm Springs. You have to do. Uh, you have to schedule. Uh, your tour of that, but uh, Michael Nickerson Rossi is the artistic director and making that happen. That whole Sun Plaza is really coming of its own. Um, You know, the um, uh, Desert Rose uh, Rose Playhouse Playhouse is moving into the old Zelda space. We've got PS Air when they can reopen along with Boucher in there. So a lot of really cool things happening Mm -hmm. in the Sun Center. Um, and then virtual events at the LGBT Center. We put that in our newsletter, in our blog, and of course on our website. The LGBT Community Center of the Desert is doing some wonderful programming, and we thank them for um, innovating and really providing the community with uh, not only some fun things to do, but some very important work from a mental health standpoint as well. Outfest 2020, that starts next week, a week from today, and we'll have. Uh, someone from Outfest on this show next week talking about what's happening with a 10-day film festival that has had to to go all virtual. Yeah, I'm
3: super interested to see how they're doing it because we've got Cinema Diverse coming up at the end of September and I really don't know what they're going to do.
4: Yeah, I know, to be determined. We'll have to get Michael Green on to talk about.
3: Yeah, Yeah, let's do that.
4: Um, And I want to let you know that this week's uh, hot deals will come from Johannes, Uh, Johannes is reopening, I think, as of today, and uh, that is at Arenas Road and Indian Canyon in Palm Springs. Outdoor dining, and of course, some schnitzel to be carried out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, that's just some of the fun things happening on uh, gaydesertguide.com. Check out our website, subscribe to our email newsletter every week, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And uh, we've actually started doing a lot with Pinterest lately as well. Ooh, neato.
1: Good. I'm just doing OnlyFans. OnlyFans. <laughs> of course fans. you are. Course no, you I'm are. not. No, I'm not. Yes. Do you, girl? Do you? <laughs> well, we've got somebody in the green room. Would you like to introduce this amazing guy?
3: Hi, and welcome to Del Shores. He is a Palm Springs favorite, pretty much. Every film you've ever made and every play you've ever run has hit the roof in this town. As a matter of fact, when I first moved here, um, Sorted Lives was the, currently the longest-running film and is still the longest-running film to ever play in Palm Springs. The creator of all kinds of madness and fabulosity, please welcome Del Shores.
2: Yay! Good morning, Del. I am glad to be here. I love your title because I love Palm Springs and I love gay Palm Springs. So And
1: gay uh, Palm Springs loves you. They of really course. do.
2: I miss you guys. I've been kind of, you know, isolating here in California, uh, Los Angeles part, mm-hmm. And I went down there for Easter weekend. I have a little condo there. And... I I couldn't go out. I was just yeah. there with my three little bitches and I love the social of Palm Springs. Yeah, so we are. really miss you guys.
1: I, I noticed that you have a pumpkin. This is for the people that are viewing this on Facebook. Are you jumping the gun on the whole pumpkin spice rollout?
2: I, I have to tell you the other day, this is the, there's a story behind that. <laughs> of course. I'm outside with my mask on, watering my plants and this guy, Speeds by, I, I, live in, I live in the Hollywood Hills, and he, he screeches to a stop and he backs up and he goes, I know who you are. And I go, oh, me too. And <laughs> he said, uh, have a pumpkin a little early. And he gave me this pumpkin and then just drove away. <laughs> oh my
4: God. Oh my God. So drive,
2: I, by, drive by it, holiday. Uh, I thought it was a little cute. It so, is. Oh it's God.
1: wonderful. I used to give them out and say gourd morning. Yo, no. uh, it's, no, I'm not well, making that up, I would. No, no, we love like, you.
2: Oh, or did they go, oh, that's so cute, and then, you no.
1: know. No, they would throw it at me, but anywho.
2: <laughs>
3: I truly fan. love these two, because they are dad joke heavy. Like, yes. it's fun to just <laughs> groan at them and go, dad.
2: <laughs> it reminds me of Newell Alexander, who plays Wardell. I have been in his life, and he's been in mine since 1984, and I have heard... I thought I'd heard every joke, and the other day he told one, and I went, Whoa! Mm -hmm. (laughs) Where (laughs) did that that one come (laughs) from? Was it new to you or new to him? I'm not sure. Uh, it was it was actually not a joke. It was a story, so it wasn't new to him, but I oh. never heard this story. It goes back, you know, to the 60s or something. One
3: Football. more uh, reason to be nice to your old friends when they uh, piss hey, you hey. off. Hey, hey.
2: I'm not that far behind anybody these days. <laughs> the thing that's great about Shankar is she
1: will laugh at a story she has heard ad nauseum. Because uh, I expect
3: people to do that for me, so yes. uh, I gotta <laughs> give as good as I get.
2: It's like when you do that set that you've been doing for a while, right? Right,
3: 100%. So speaking yeah. of sets, uh, tell, you have new stuff happening, boiling. Tell me. You know,
2: here, I thought I was going to be able to announce a date. I no, am no. Actually, I'm not, I, I'll come back and <laughs> announce it. Okay. I'm gonna, I, I'm trying to figure out the right time. I'm, uh, you know, it's I was going to show. Uh, called the shit stirrer. I can say that right? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah uh, definitely. And uh, and I love doing it and it'll it's one of those shows that evolves because you know, I just keep stirring up more shit and uh, I uh, The last time I did it was in San Francisco almost a year ago and I paused it to uh, Do my play this side of crazy there the the world premiere mm-hmm. and I then was planning to go out on the road right after that. And of course we know what happened. Yes. Uh, we did this side of crazy here in LA. And right after that, that's when I was going to to say, okay, we're open in Dallas and then I'm going to do the shit stir. So I haven't done it. And I kept waiting and waiting because I wanted to get back on stage again, but All I right. think my stage is going to be right here. See, that's- yeah. yeah. pumpkin. I <laughs> and, just uh, had to
3: come to that some realization. Yeah. Like that's what's relevant right now. So the thing I'm working on too, is moving out of a the theater and right here.
2: But, but, but I do have a little good news for you Pat. sort of live fans. And, good. Uh, we have had two years, you know, many of you know the series was a big problem. Uh, we had a very crooked uh, uh, producer who never paid our residuals. It went into yeah. uh, two years of litigation and then he went bankrupt once they awarded us a lot of money that we never got. And, uh, it's, so it's been out of circulation for a couple of years. Nobody's been able to get it. And I was able to track down the new owners who bought the library from, uh, this, this producer's, uh, bankrupt company. And okay. I helped facilitate a DVD deal and a streaming deal as forthcoming.
4: Oh, wow. So the That's DVD- awesome.
2: We have the DVD at delshores.com uh, forward slash shop. It's, we're, okay. it's pre-ordering. It is on its way from from Canada. and It's got seasons one and two. Uh, we, we, it was only one season. Oh, why did I think now, it was? Uh, okay. Well, I wrote the second season, but okay. we, shot it. we were ordered for a second season, but all of the oh legal God. problems okay. uh, caused right. shut down. But, mm-hmm. you know, you know, redirection. Great. I would yeah. have never gotten back on stage if I hadn't been tied up in That's legal right. for two years. And uh,
4: I didn't know about all that litigation. I had no idea. About I'm
2: it.
1: really surprised. An unscrupulous producer in Hollywood? What? In Canada? <laughs>
2: Oh. It was, well, he wasn't Canadian. I mean, well, he he is originally from Canada, right. Canada but uh, he uh, he was an American producer oh, okay. uh, here. He had a very successful company. and he, It he,
3: sounded he, like, it It sounded too mean for a Canadian, is all I was yeah. saying.
2: <laughs> but I thought that too, when I found out, when I was <laughs> up in Winnipeg shooting a very sordid wedding and they go, oh, you know, and I'm not gonna say his name cause it's not, uh, he's not worried right. of me uttering his name.
3: You can just say, uh, oh, you know, that bitch.
2: That one, just that asshole. Uh, yeah so he uh because you know I'll stand on stage and trash you, if you oh no no no'll stand on stage
1: and uh, trash
2: you I'll remember that and get a back row ticket yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> so um uh, anyway, I was up there uh, we shot a lot of a very sorted wedding in Winnipeg, and now and they said, oh, you know so-and-so's from here, and I go, oh, please do not claim that. Just you know, there are some people you don't need to claim. So. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, onward and forward. Uh, besides this crazy time we're in, I, I'm doing well and things are good. And uh, so, I will-
3: wait, I want to be clear about what it is is directly waiting to be announced.
4: <laughs>
2: which project She's
4: is the pulling one? it out of you, Dell?
2: <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, the, the, <laughs> what we were, we were, uh, what I was telling you that I would announce on your show, right? Is, which I understand you can't. for me doing my stand-up show, okay, sir. Okay. And I, will, I will. I promise you. If you'll have me okay. back, I'll come back and we will do a little bit for it. So,
3: are you thinking of ridiculous options aside from there to like, like I was trying to put on my, the show? I wanted to do. I live right next to a beautiful park with a stage that no one has ever stood on, and the city gave me rights to draw big chalk circles, and people could sit far apart, and all this stuff. And we went to test it. And as the sun went down, we got 300 mosquito bites in the first four (laughs) minutes, and we ran slapping ourselves out. Like, are you thinking of other venues that are maybe less fraught with damage than mine?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I have a, a pretty uh, decent uh, house here that I, I feel like I can build a stage yes. with archways, and, and I just feel like that I'm going to You do really
3: it. are going to do it there.
2: Uh, I don't know if y'all were able to see uh, when we did the live stream for to benefit all the theaters of Sorted Lives, mm-hmm. and uh, we just all sat in our homes, and it was kind of great. Bonnie Bedelia cool. was in Palm Springs, and you know Caroline Ray is in Maine right now, and so it's just like you... It, the, the good thing about this is you can all come together, like we're coming together today, yeah. and we're discovering that. But, but come on, we need that audience.
1: I'm I'm a big yeah. fan of the of the Zoom background. It's a great way <laughs> to um, create or redecorate your apartment.
2: Yes, nice. Oh, look it. Look at what you. do
4: you have, Dell? Do you You're have anything too for
2: us? This is you just have any good backgrounds. I don't. I don't we'll, know how to do that. I'm so. Oh, uh, we'll teach you. Yeah let, yeah let me let me I have I've been teaching um, acting and writing on uh, a zoom and I, I love it quite frankly so uh, a little plug you can go to dot and you can see what workshops we have and and, and uh, wait a minute I'm and, gonna write that down yeah, the
1: Studio. Studio. Studio.
2: Um, I teach two master acting classes and one writing class on Monday and I love doing this. And one of my the other day, because I mean, you know, it's it's crazy because you're acting with somebody who's not in the room with you. Yeah, and that's cool. It's a really interesting exercise for these actors because I say, you know what? It's not unlike sometimes when your co-star uh, says, "I'm not going to do your close-up," and some, you know, grip has to read the lines and you have to pretend. Uh, the other day. Two of my students put the exact same restaurant backdrop. Neat. Mm-hmm. Restaurant scene. And it was so fantastic. That's
3: it just, amazing.
2: And they would, they would like, hand, will you pass the salt? And they did like this. And then she picks up the salt like this. Totally it cool. Really worked it out. It was pretty cool.
1: I think we're learning all sorts of new skills um, in this lockdown
2: period. I, I absolutely agree. So, I love that backdrop with the the, the mic. Is that the a The flaming microphone?
3: microphone. The flaming microphone. Yeah. It's like his
1: logo. I actually my. have it on the wall, too. Oh, that's
0: great. <laughs> so,
1: yeah.
3: I have dreamed up something ridiculous. Uh, Dr. Rush, who is on our show regularly, she was before you. About six people are going to meet on Sunday in three different swimming pools with water guns, and I'm going to film a little thing with water guns, and we're going to try and splice us together and make a short Bellagio number out of people in their own house. This is what happens when you're alone in your house with marijuana for too long. (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've got some of that, too. I it,
3: now believe I can make a Bellagio video with six uh, people
2: in three houses. You, you have no idea, Shannon, how many great ideas that I have had stoned, and then the next day I see the writing and I go, oh, "Yes, what was that?
3: But, uh, then, but some of them are right, though. Every now and then, so it's a matter of being able to spot the stinker
2: every now and then every now and then you have that i i it, what comes to mind for me is uh one day i i was uh stoned and listening to old, okay this is how
3: okay geeky, tell. I, I,
2: I was listening to old american idol uh and i heard just tracks oh that i loved and i was listening to fantasia sing full in love by tina That's- turner Oh. And I thought, oh, my God, because we were about to do the revival of Southern Baptist Sissies in the National Tour. What if Benny has this fix- fixation, because he says he loves the black women and he only did it once right. and he got in trouble and he did Tina Turner. <laughs> and so that became a very big piece that oh, was so successful, so him doing Full in Love. And we brought in, you know, the I-Cats and it was great. Oh, how oh, oh, cool. So oh, that yeah. was a stoned idea. see it was one that
3: totally worked sometimes it is the spark it is Uh, shen when are we going to go on a cruise oh dear girl i mean we've been learning a lot about what the industry because we've been having a few behind the scenes i've been working with vicaya right which is a newer group people from atlantis and rsvp left and made vicaya yeah so they're now giving us the updates on like first of all floor two and floor three of the cruise ship on a goodly amount of them will no longer be for guests. They need to spread the staff out. Mm. Turns out that most of the infections on the ship are 70% of the numbers are staff, Uh Because they sleep three and two and three and four to a room sometimes in the close quarters. And obviously, there'll be no more buffets where you serve yourself and a bunch of that silliness. But they're trying. We still have people who want to go.
2: Someone, you know, because I actually worked last week. Uh, I was on a set for the first time. And wow. I can't talk about the project. Yet. Sure. That's yeah, that's maybe what you're referring to, but it's not, it hasn't been announced. So Stop I it. can't do it, but it was, you know, it was something that Leslie Jordan was involved and in. I speak fluent Leslie Jordan. So they hired yes. me to, to understand. To and help produce and
3: that's like learning chinese it's
2: complicated and dramatic i always say we're from the same dirt i hear a line like he hears it he hears it like i hear it it's the same but but you know it's first of all there were there were two covid tests a week wow uh and and then very strict mask policies very strict washing policies nobody could be without a mask unless you were performing Mm -hmm. and then you could only take the mask off while you were we after action, put it right back on after cut. Good. I was very nervous, apprehensive at first. And by the third day, everybody was so respectful to the virus that that I started lightening up. And not lightening up in my activity in any way. I didn't loosen up, I just, my anxiety went away. And I thought, okay, this is our new normal. We just have to take care of each other on the set And we have to be tested very regularly.
1: Wow, that puts a lot of pressure on the acting. If you've got this low-grade anxiety going on just about... You know,
3: right this it. is about alleviating that low-grade yeah. anxiety after a few days of just learning the new normal. You're saying,
2: yeah. yes. And this was this was not scripted. This was one of the it, he was hosting something, so oh, I was there to you know help punch yeah. up his jokes and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I was his Bruce Valance. Oh my so gosh. uh But anyway, it made me think that what we're going to have to do when we go back to work and work on sets is we're going to yeah. have to have COVID. Te- I mean, they're only a dollar a piece now and they're 20 minutes. You're done. You know, what? you get the results. Where
3: is this world? I'm not yeah. living
2: in this it's world. It's called the rapid test. You, uh. would, we would drive up, they would, you know, come get right. us for one minute. They would stick it up our nose and on the only other nose. And then we'd go wait. Your this other may, nose. This may <laughs> yeah. But circling back to my point, Shane, oh, somebody said, you know what, because I, I said all the actors quarantine together, all the, the you know, yeah. all, and you get a True. set, a set that is mm-hmm. very contained, a cruise ship. You shoot on a cruise ship and you all quarantine for 14 days and you have, it, it's like a horror movie. Yes. With all actors, it is a horror movie. <laughs> Someone kills the comedian. Who did it? Right.
3: <laughs> well, Gilligan started as a comedian and ended as a murderer. It's a whole <laughs> new script. Oh I say gosh. we go there.
2: Oh oh, I say we could go. That's the way we could go on a cruise.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I get we get, but the cruise companies can't get pulled away still.
2: Right? Yeah. No. We don't have to with this. We just shoot, right? right. We don't actually have to go anywhere. Just pull
3: up the gangway and lock us in. Lock it down. Lock it down. All right. Um, Thank you so much, Dal. Is um, we now? I'm going to hold you to it, though. We're going to check on you in a few weeks, or let's just say in a month, instead
2: of me pestering you every week again. That was an early riser. As soon as I have the date, I will contact you. Please. You. All right. We look
4: forward to, to, to being able to release that news to the Kraken. Yes.
2: Uh, and thank you for having me. And thank pump you pump so pump. much. Yes. All right, honey. Can't it's wait. Six weeks, and I, I love you guys. The sorted lives would have never happened without Palm Springs. Never.
3: It was just mutual love. Instant mutual love. It worked for everybody.
1: And you can get the DVD at delshores.com. You can learn writing and acting in a masterclass at the delshoresstudio.com. See, I write stuff down.
3: Good man. Good job. We need a grown-up at the table somewhere.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. The
3: fact that it's him.
2: I know. That's crazy. A flaming mic. Bye, Del. All right. Have a great day.
1: Oh, awesome. Thank you guys for getting Del Shores on the show. I've been such a big fan. And to be in the same Zoom room, it's awesome. The Zoom
3: room. He and I have had dinner a couple times on cruises that we were working at together and gossiped behind everybody's backs. And, girl, he is good. Mm -hmm. He's got the stories. So thank you so much for hosting and keeping us all together, making sure that everybody in Palm Springs loves Gay Palm Springs.
4: Thanks, everyone. Visit GayDesertGuide.com and find out what's happening throughout the Coachella Valley. And we'll see you next week.
0: Thanks for listening to the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Like us on Facebook at I Love Gay Palm
2: Springs and on the homepage of GayDesertGuide.com.